Hey everyone, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. We're on episode number 43. In today's episode, I'm joined by Stephen Lawrence, who is the founder of Brunswick Aces. Brunswick Aces is a beverage brand which is currently making alcoholic and non-alcoholic gins. If you know me by now from previous episodes or you've seen images on Instagram, you'll know that I love my gins. Most weekends, I'm either sipping on a new brand or just trying to empty a bottle so that I can buy a new one and taste what that has to offer. When one evening I'd come across Brunswick Aces at an event and when I realized it had no alcohol in it, I was amazed. The flavor, the texture, the aroma, everything to do with it tasted like the real thing. So from the moment I knew this, I knew that this brand had struck a gold niche growing market. When Stephen set up Brunswick Aces, he actually did it with a few of his next door neighbors. There was probably around about four or five different non-alcoholic spirit companies around. Fast forward just a couple of years and now they're over 40. So it just goes to show that this market is growing and I think it will only become bigger. The story Stephen tells you on this episode is fantastic. He puts his heart and soul into everything he does. And if you're around or check out his website, just buy one of his products because they're amazing. But for now, just switch off, chill out and enjoy episode number 43. The Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt. Your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Seen each other since last year. Indeed. Um, and I'm with Stephen Lawrence, the CEO of Brunswick Aces. So thank you very much for joining me. My absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, I feel like I'm living in this place. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to live in this place, but we're it's a good place to the, live. Yeah, we're back at the Melbourne Accelerator Program building in Exhibition Street and before I crack on and start waffling on, can you just tell everyone who you are and what is Brunswick Aces and uh, what is the brand that I'm absolutely loving at the moment? Absolutely. Um, So Brunswick Aces very much is a brand, um, a brand that was started by literally community and five neighbours getting together couple of years ago now, end of uh, well, mid-2017, we just happened to move in next to each other. Um, you know, one thing led to another. It started off with, can I borrow a cup of sugar? And it turned yeah. into, do you want to come over for dinner and a drink? And we started watching Game of Thrones together on a Monday. Um, and we just realized that while we had very different um, backgrounds and expertise, you know, I'm an engineer, um, my partner's an accountant, we've got a scientist, uh, you know, we had an economist, we had a physicist, we had all these different people, but we all shared a love of food and drink. Fantastic. So um, whether it was uh, someone baking some bread and sharing it among the group or making some chili jam or or the Cam and I and, and Doug started brewing some beer um, and it just kind of all started to evolve and we just really bonded and, and created this great community Um out of out of this shared love um now we got a bit carried away one night and decided that we uh, should start making some gin so yeah. um you know it kind of got to the point where i said well i can build a still and cam can ferment some alcohol and and doug can create some flavors and uh, diana could you know do the accounts and uh, laura could make a website and suddenly we you know what started as a uh, an amusing, entertaining conversation over dinner suddenly became this little project that you know brought us even closer. Um, now, where Brunswick Aces came from was when we started having these cocktail parties with the gym we were making um, in the garage. Uh, we got to the point where a couple of us couldn't drink. Um, now, 
these were specific reasons. Uh, Doug at the time was training for a marathon, so you know having a couple of drinks, even just a couple yeah. on a on on the night before a run, uh, you know, really wasn't helping his training. And so he'd say, "No, no, no, you know, I, I can't drink." Um, but the problem was we weren't really drinking to get drunk. We were drinking to enjoy these beautiful flavors and yeah. make these cocktails together. And so it just felt really stupid that he wouldn't be able to to join in with that mm. just because he didn't want the alcohol. Um, and so again, I suppose we got a bit carried away and we said, surely between, you know, the five of us, we can create the, those beautiful kind of aromas and, and extract the essences of those botanicals we were using without the alcohol. And so we kind of put our heads together and admittedly it was a bit more difficult than perhaps we'd initially thought it would be. Um, but, you know, we came up with this new process, um, developed our, our equipment, modified it, and suddenly we were making what we now call sapir, which is essentially gin without the alcohol in it um, although we actually don't have any alcohol at any point in our in our process it's 100 percent um, alcohol free um, but it carries those same beautiful aromatic kind of the delicate essences that you get from all these uh, particularly the native australian botanicals we use um, and so suddenly that gin and tonic can be a superior and tonic yeah. you can join in um, you know if doug was drinking the superior and tonic we were drinking the gin and tonic mm-hmm. we could all discuss the same you know, complexities of the flavors. And if we mixed it with, say, some yuzu from Cappy, or if we suddenly made a, you know, know whether it was a Singapore sling or um, whatever the cocktail that we decided to make on that evening, everyone felt like they were involved. And so instead of sitting there looking at his watch and and wanting to go home, um, he was part of the celebration and and could join in. So Brunswick Aces really is that it's a community it's about bringing people together it's about making sure no one feels left out um you know if you're celebrating someone having a child they probably can't drink ironically um even though you're celebrating their you know their occasion and so being able to to bring a bottle of our gin and a bottle of our sapir and everyone can feel like they're sharing in the celebration is that's where we want to get to absolutely awesome i I don't even know where to ask the questions because so many (laughs) came up in my head uh, well, we've got time, uh, right? We, this is your podcast, so yeah, hence we've got all the time in the world. I tasted your product, and this was probably four months back when I came to an event where you were actually hosting and you did a presentation. And even before you presented, Brunswick Cases was on the bar area, and I walked in and was going, oh, gin and tonic on shelf. I was like, yeah, I'll have one of them. Walked around. And it's beautiful. Uh, the flavours are there, and as people hopefully know on the podcast, I love gin. If you look on my Instagram account, every second week I'm buying a new bottle to try and see which one my favourite gin is. And favourite for this week, anyway. For this week, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. So I'm off off the alcohol at the moment, hence why Brunswick Gases is coming in nicely uh, at the moment. And um, I actually thought it was a proper gin, and it gives you credit because people could claim to be a a non-alcoholic gin uh, yep. to put a bit of flavour uh, in some water but this actually carried the taste and carried the profile so a credit credit to you guys like it, yep. it is fantastic well yeah look we've we've worked pretty hard and it wasn't always always that way um and without wanting to get too technical, I could talk about you know the chemistry and the engineering behind the process for for hours, but we won't go into that. Um, you know, realistically, alcohol is a is a fantastic solvent, um, and it's um, 
compared to just using water um, is, a, is a relatively easy way of extracting all of those essentially chemicals that that make up those you know delicate aromatics we're looking yeah, yeah. for so it has been much more difficult for us to to extract that yeah, so it's you know, fantastic for us to hear that we're, we're ticking the mark, uh, and we're obviously always trying to improve and uh, and get that balance just right. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a bit of a long a long road, uh, and we're we're really glad we're there now. And again, we're really proud that we've been able to make it um, as a standalone product. You know, we've we've came, come up with the term Sapir, mm-hmm. so it's like a peer with an S, because yeah. um, the pronunciation uh, is. You know, people have never heard the word before. We literally made it up because we believed that. Um, where everyone else is calling it non-alcoholic spirit, we think that's a bit disingenuous. It's it's not this thing on the side. It's 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 something in its own right. It's it's a sapir. Yeah. Um, so you know, we hope that while people are referring to it as a non-alcoholic gin for the moment, it will become this own thing in its own right. We've developed this process, and we have to individually distill every single botanical because we have to treat them all differently okay. to to get those essences out that wow. we need, and then we blend them back together. So um, it's it is a bit of hard work. In fact, if anything, it's harder work making the the sapir than it is the gin. Um, our gin is actually made with the sapir. Um, so we overproof the gin so it's nice and smooth, comes off the still at 80% as opposed to 40 that you'd get yeah, in the bottle, yeah. and then we dilute it back with our sapir back to 40%. So yeah, we're really trying to, you know, um, give a life, give a, you know, um, a whole, a t- well, a word uh, and a category. Yeah, which uh, is and very interesting. So you are in literally creating a whole new subcategory um, in, a, in a market well, and giving it a personality. Given it a, yeah, I'd say uh, the second. We don't want to claim that we're, you know, we're not the only people yeah. making this new category, but we're, we're the ones that said, you know what, it's not just going to be this sub category yeah. of gin it's going to be a thing in its own right yeah, cool. so yeah we came up with the term sapir and we're talking to a few brands around the world about um you know they're thinking the same thing they yeah. just hadn't got to the point where they'd come up with a name um and so we're hoping to you know start the international sapir association uh, and really start to give it some legs uh, sapir.com um is a, a website that we've set up to you know inform people of of what it is and, yeah, yeah. and what constitutes a sapir so so let's talk about that category in itself like mm. Uh, I did a post on it last year because I saw the trend of people moving away from alcohol and yep. one of the claims was because social media is so present these days people are actually worried what people are filming yeah. and on work functions, family functions and yeah. people just don't want to get drunk in front of people the same as what it was The, the classic possible. office party, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. So did you, apart from the, the co-founder in your group did you kind of go, there's a bigger need for people having less alcohol in life and you and are you now seeing that market actually grow? Yeah, it's a really interesting one because, um, as you said, for us, it was a specific need within our community for someone that was specifically doing uh, running in this case. But as soon as we created this product and and our friends would come along, they'd say, oh, I've got a friend that's pregnant or I've got a friend that's uh, religious or I've got a friend that's on this diet or I've got a friend that's trying to lose weight even. You know, there's obviously, um, you know, uh, calories can be, or sorry, um, alcohol can be a bit of a killer for weight loss as well. So there's a whole host of reasons that kind of come out of the woodwork because, um, you know, 
it's almost like it's not there as an option and so people don't think about it obviously um, non-alcoholic beer has been around for a while and, and there's starting to be some really really great ones um, that are coming out we you know work work with the guys up at sober who produce a beautiful product um, again in the same same vein um, but with them it's it's obviously to a kind of a different market whereas for the spirits market there's not really anything that was there before so suddenly there's a whole raft of new people that wouldn't really be interested in non-alcoholic beer but suddenly when there's a non-alcoholic spirit available um, it starts making them think and go oh well yes actually I would would like to do this Um, and it's it's kind of it's a bit of a rinse and repeat for us whenever we meet someone new it's always the same um there's always that smart aleck part of everyone that yeah. goes, oh, what's the point? Or yeah. why would I bother? Or whatever <laughs> we're it is. Just talking, yeah, we're just saying that. Like, um, why don't you just drink water? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, we kind of just, you know, let that let that yeah. come over whoever it is. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. A lot of those people, I'd say 90% of people will have a little bit of a joke about that <laughs> when they first start talking about it. But then within five minutes, 90% have gone, actually, yeah. I see it. Fantastic. Uh, and whether it's um, I see it because Auntie Beryl mm. wants it, or I see it because I want it, or I see it because my sister, my son, my you know mother, whoever yeah. it is, someone's got. Everyone has someone in their life that they can see really benefiting from yeah. what we do. So it's interesting, yeah, because I remember picking up a few brands last year who were playing in this space. Yeah, and there was a beer, non-alcoholic uh, beer company, just in the cans. And the lady created that business because her dad was an alcoholic. Yeah. And it wasn't, he still wanted to enjoy the occasion of the beer. Yeah. And in the environment that he was with. But she created, yeah, before you know it, things take off. So it's fantastic that you've, that you see this market and there's actually a market for it because, and a growing market. Yeah, because absolutely. There's a lot of businesses that I speak to on these podcasts and in my day to day life where you kind of go, it's a very small market that you're going for. What's the longevity yeah. of this business? Whereas I believe, and hopefully you believe it as well, that there is actually a huge longevity and it's, it, you've only just at the very start. Uh, yeah, I was arguing with someone whether the um, non-alcoholic was you know, in its infancy or whether it was embryonic, but I think we're past embryonic now. We're yeah. certainly in the infancy and there's, you know, there's at last count for us, there was 55 brands around the world okay. that, are, that are doing it um you know when we started in 2017 that count on our you know by yeah. our numbers was four you know wow. okay. um and i'm sure we'd missed a few but yeah. you know um it's the case that it's you know in a couple of years it's really coming on yeah. um hand over fist uh, and that's backed up by you look at some of the huge big companies the diageos and the Pernod ricards yeah. of this world um they're interested they want to you know they make an awful lot of money on alcohol but even they're saying you know what this there's a future there's a place yeah. for this interesting um and f- you know it's in- for us we've obviously gone down the route of saying you know what because we're because our message and our and our where our beginnings were all in community and bringing people together um you know we're not saying that alcohol's gone dead um we believe there will always be a place for it and it's it's just about a having that choice we want people to say i'm going out celebrating and not thinking that that means they have to drink it or drink alcohol um you know they can suddenly say yes i'm going to celebrate but i'm going to now choose whether i drink alcohol or not or maybe i spend maybe i have a couple of gin and tonics and then i'd like to have some superior and tonics to just taper down into the evening or whatever it is so it's about making sure people have that choice 
you know, I believe there's some beautiful alcohols out there. We obviously make a version so that you and I can sit down and we can both have two drinks on the table. It doesn't really matter whether one of them's got alcohol in it or not. It's your own choice. So. Correct. Fantastic. So we've talked about the background of the market. Let's talk about Brunswick Aces. How did it go from you guys watching Game of Thrones, having a few drinks, to then having this beautiful looking bottle with a great branding that... I found on the shelf of Dan Murphy's at Christmas. Uh, tell us the journey from. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, it does seem a bit, um, a bit of a whirlwind, and, yeah. has, and that's probably a, a good explanation. It has been kind of uh, pretty crazy. Um, it literally did start in the garage. I know yeah. there's quite a lot of other businesses that can say the same, um, uh, and it just grew through passion, I suppose. You know, um, none of us really got into it to to make a load of money. It wasn't mm-hmm. a business venture to begin with so we always had that um passion i suppose okay. uh, you know that's what's brought us through and um again the the love of that food and drink aspect really tying us in and and, and keeping us focused on what we were trying to do we had this obvious need within our own community so if it didn't suit us we we didn't do it um and that's what's always pushed us forward so hopefully that branding you were talking about um is representative of what we're going for it's about um you know putting on a beautiful display the two the gin and the sapir are obviously different bottles but they're very similar if you had them next to each other they you know they look like they're from the same family they look like they're going to give you the same taste profile which is you know flavor profile which is what we're after they just happen to have two different alcohol contents and so um it's all about you know our key demographic that we look at to sell to is basically us you know it's the excuse me the people that want to create a beautiful setting for their friends and family without judgment without you know anyone feeling left out so um it has to have that that elegance to it it has to make sure someone feels like they're getting something special i want you to come into my house or i want you to come into my party and feel like you've thought about what you're giving me and um you've thought about my personal circumstances so i'm not feeling left out um, and you know, on the back of that, because we've been able to focus so heavily on on who we are and what we do and why, um, everything else has kind of fallen into place. Um, we've had assistance from the key branding in Cremorne to to bring that to life. Okay, you know, know them well. yeah, 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 fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't recommend them highly yeah. enough. Um, you know, they really got to know us. They really got you know, they gave us mountains of paper to answer questions yeah. and, and we went in and spoke to them and they really understand what we're trying to portray we um, hosted their Christmas party just before um, uh, we broke up for Christmas and and uh, you know as a bit of a thank you from from us to say look this is what we're trying to present you've put it into a bottle and um, you know so what's all feel like they've come into our family now as well um, and so where we're kind of trying to get to is a point that um, everything we do conveys that yep. uh, and they've been you know incredibly helpful with yep. that we couldn't have done it without them um, and it turns out when you put something like that out um, and you've got such a clear why mm. as Simon Sinek would yeah. say you know why is it so important everything else falls into place and so believe it or not Dan Murphy's chased us you know Fantastic. it was yeah. um, for six months we said no 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 you know we don't have the capacity we don't yeah. have where we're at um we've now partnered up with uh, alchemy distillers up in hillsville um and so we do have the capacity now and obviously we produce the gin yeah. up up on their their so you know, commercial stills made bottled label packed away yeah absolutely so it's you know and 
they fit in really well with us. It's all still, you know, hand prepared. We go up there and yeah. peel the la- peel the limes and crush the yeah, cardamom or whatever yeah. it is. Um, uh, you know, uh, with them, increasingly less and less because yeah. they're they're experts. They know what they're doing. They're fantastic. You know, a couple of guys up there, Evan and Yannick. Um, and so we're in this position where we're basically just kind of just adding to it slowly organic growth for us you know it's it's going really quickly and you know we're now in over 50 venues across the the country oh, cool. um we've exported to new zealand uh we've got a couple of sites in singapore um and we're having more and more um you know questions about what's happening and, and where we're going as as we progress um we've even had our process halal certified so yeah, wow. um you know we're really starting to, to to kick along and um we've got a lot of samples in a lot of places and yeah. Just trying to catch up at the moment. Fantastic, that's good. And where do you see the future going for your brand? So I know you've only just begun, but you feel like you're a person that wants to take on a lot. So yeah, where, ab- where, where's next steps? I mean, the the plan for us is is to always have in the back of our mind that why again, you know, why are we doing what we're doing, um, uh, and to really focus on that. So. Uh, the next couple of blends for us to complete the the, the suits in the card deck, um, you know, they're going to be uh, focusing on some darker spirits. Okay. So we're going to have some, you know, whiskey inspired products, uh, rum inspired, just because, uh, you know, while gins are fantastic and there's a whole range of different botanicals yeah. we can put in there, um, you know, there's 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 such amazing um, flavor profiles that we can work with on some of those darker spirits, and you know, borrowing from uh, centuries uh, of development uh, is you know makes sense to us and it opens up a whole raft of other um you know classic cocktails you know from a from an old-fashioned yeah. uh you know to, to to whatever it is you want to you know push down mojitos and things that we can really start to to get our yeah, okay. teeth stuck into and make sure if someone's having a party and they want to they want to throw some old-fashioned they don't go oh, well you know Brunswick cases aren't doing a uh, a whiskey for me so I, I can't do anything so we're, we're trying to fill that void yeah. on you know that's kind of one angle for us is the flavor profiles uh, and trying to get a, a spread that means people can choose um, different flavor profiles from us to make a whole you know open up different worlds of, of cocktails and then kind of on another plane or axis or whatever you want to call it excuse my engineering you know coming in there the, <laughs> get a bit of grief from that from the guys but um, you know it's on that on that other level it's okay so we've got an option that's not non-alcoholic we've got an option that's alcoholic well potentially there are some other active ingredients or um you know there's brands around the world doing different things putting nutrition yeah, nutropics and all those kind of things in um so you know while while we're not quite there yet um you know thc for instance is going to be uh, instead of having that friend that always nicks outside for a, for a smoke yeah. well potentially they can have that you know wrapped up in in Brunswick cases yeah. and and suddenly there's three different options on the table or four different options so we're really trying to push down that angle of saying um look if you if you if you love flavor and you really want to enjoy something that's been crafted for you then don't feel you have to miss out if you're not drinking alcohol. Fantastic. And just going back to the nootropics and the THC, mm. how crazy would that have sounded even a couple of years ago? Uh, yeah, I mean, just the world's moving quickly yeah. at the moment. It's more personalization, yeah. stretching the boundaries to a certain extent. And yeah. What a brand to uh, drive that forward because I don't think there'll be many weed brands playing in that space just yet and it leads gives you the pathway to to move quickly and yeah and 
Absolutely. Yeah. We're nimble, we're, we're small. Look, it's not going to happen for a while. Um, certainly, we're not going to be bringing it out anywhere that it's not yeah. legal. It's you know, we, we don't even know if we can do it yet. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with a you know my engineering background, Cam's you know he's got a PhD. You know, um, if anyone can can he's he's got a PhD and then he's also spent you know a long time behind bars and all that kind of stuff. So. The com- his potent com- combination of those two is just perfect. I don't think I couldn't pick anyone better okay. to be able to develop whatever it is at that point. Um, so um, you know we're trying to focus on what we're doing at the moment, and the new flavors will certainly be the be the next start, cab off the rank. Um, but as we progress, all of those options are going to be open to us, and and we look forward to providing more. and And we love seeing other other brands and other industries doing the same thing. We we liken ourselves to to the meat industry. You know, yeah. suddenly you've got all of these amazing Beyond Meats and yeah. Impossible Burgers that are doing what we think is very similar. You've got something that people want to cut down on but love the flavor of yeah. um why don't why don't you offer people a choice so you know in our own lives um you know that was something that ran through our community there was always someone that was not eating meat for a month yeah. or there was you yeah. know cutting out carbs for a month or whatever it was we're seeing it all over the place in so many walks of life where we're all we all want to celebrate and we all want to, to do more and go out and socialize as much as possible but then it, behind the scenes everyone's doing some kind of cutting out or reducing or health kick or whatever it is and those two worlds historically have always collided um you know oh, i don't want to do the health kick in um december because yeah. i'm going to miss out on all those parties and that's the kind of you know that's the essence of what we're trying to avoid we want you to be able to live those two parts of your life um you know in harmony as opposed to you know in conflict. Going back to your original statement that started this podcast, how people on the same street all came together. Well, literally at numbers five, six, and seven, believe five, it or six, not. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you moved in next to like a teacher, a postman, uh, I don't know, a news agent um, owner. Uh, do you think the brand would ever have come together, or do you think it's a combination of the people that you've met um, grew the brand? fundamentally it was it was the people um you know i think it just we all i mean we could have been we could have been doing anything in life to be honest i don't think it was i mean it it's very helpful that i'm an engineer it's very helpful that cam's a scientist and you know we've got someone that can make a website yeah Yeah. um but you know if we had uh you know talents that you know i'm trying i'm trying to think of something that wouldn't be helpful but there's anything you know a lawyer would actually be really helpful (laughs) uh and you know a teacher would be really helpful because so much of what we do is about education Uh, so i think um the brand as it is we could all unemployed alcoholic would probably not be the best well but (laughs) but then again it could be a fantastic it could be fantastic you know um we again like you said you you know your the the brand that was produced because of an alcoholic uh we had uh, we went out to a concert the other night and um we're talking to a friend of ours and he said oh Mate, thank you so much. I, uh, uh, that bottle of uh, Aces mm. that I sent up to my mum, who's an ex-alcoholic, um, she absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's stuff like that. So I kind of, in many respects, I, I'm not going to take away from yeah. the, the, the people that we are because we just, the main thing was that we gelled together yeah. um, and that we formed a bond uh, before we'd even um, thought about Brunswick Aces. Mm. So we... We kind of 
unknowingly were building the brand uh, before yeah, yeah, yeah. we you know before we even realized it um Doug and Laura have unfortunately had to move back to to the UK for for family reasons and you know we still see them they sent us a message over Christmas saying you've got to come out and see yeah. us and they've just had a little boy and and you know it's it's absolutely fantastic that all of that's continuing to grow and you know um, we can't wait to go over there and see them and you know we're getting married over there um, in Italy next year so we'll have a big reunion and uh, you know we're, it's just amazing that while we've you know while there's a business that's come out of it which is great um, and we're trying to make that work and, and benefit everyone else uh, we've got an amazing friendship that will we will have forever um, so I think again without wanting to get too emotional um, and, and I appreciate not every business starts starts from friendship but when when our why is so much about bringing people together it's it's crucially important for us that we actually you know it was founded on that that's awesome and it's probably not been all plain sailing and rainbows absolutely yeah, yeah what's been your greatest hurdle or kind of greatest challenge where it's probably made you go you know what why am i bothering doing this and why don't i just go and get a salary and have a fag break every two hours kind of thing well i mean the interesting thing is that um uh to a large so we're phasing it out at the moment but for a long time we were all salaried um, yeah. So it was literally the side project, uh, and you know, as it's grown, we've we've had to come out in various stages. But you know, some of us are still taking a salary, and that's kind of the the new thing these days. Yeah. It's not always that people just jump into it and eat, you know, tin cat food to get by. Um, you know, we we have our we have our own lives, and we've got to keep living them. Um, uh, and so we we have had a balancing act, and yeah. and that's probably the biggest thing for us at times when we've when some of us have still had uh, you know full-time roles or part-time roles or whatever it's been and we've been doing all this on the side um you know as always happens the the downtime the leisure time is what suffers um and so that's been really tough when it's when there's been a few weeks where we've had a couple of big events or we've had to make a load of product or we've had to you know bottle a thousand bottles and label them and do whatever it is they that's really tough and then you add in the um the delayed shipment yeah. that means all the timelines are compacted or the um the printing that was wrong and so it has to get redone and it costs and it time so it's all of those kind of you know it's a it's it's the straw that breaks the camel's yeah. back at the end of the day you can't really pinpoint anything but um there's you know there's a lot of pressure on on what you're doing and because because it's still a passion you know yeah. a passion thing um again not all of us are being paid at the moment and and, and that's a stressor you know where where two three years ago we had all of our evenings and weekends to do as we please suddenly you've got this um and you put it on yourself right i was yeah. going to say we've got pressure but the pressure's self-pressure absolutely yeah. so we we want this to work and we want to we see the good that it does in the world and, and we love the business and what it does and where it comes from and where it's going to we're putting the pressure on ourselves to, to make it into something that, that can really run and, and benefit a huge number of people. And so that, that kind of gets to you a bit and you've got to push through. And again, if, if any, you know, I can only speak for myself, but if I was doing this on my own, I'd probably have crumbled a long time ago. But having a group, having a group of friends as well, um, is really important because yeah. we can lean on each other yeah. when someone's got, um, whatever it is that's taking them away, everyone else picks up the, you know, the cart and keeps, yeah, keeps trucking along. Yeah. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, we got to a point where we would, you know, every night we were just in each other's company working and, and it, and we had to kind of consciously stop and say, no, no guys, we need to still do Monday nights. Yeah, you know, Game yeah, of Thrones is, yeah. Game of Thrones is finished. 
what's the next series yeah. that we're going to watch together and just remember be friends again so yeah. interesting it's, yeah it's it's great that you touch on it because i don't think a lot of people because you see it on you see the gary vayner chucks and it's <laughs> they just go quick your job quick your job and start your passion and you kind of go all right mate like fantastic like the energy that you give but i think a lot of especially the word millennials and mm. kind of i don't know your airy fairy people that think starting a business is, it's all rainbows and it's all rainbows unicorns, and yeah. the amount like we're on for episode 42 I'd probably say we spoke to what, 35 different businesses and not one of them has said oh yeah I quit my job Friday uh, on Monday it, it was always that side hustle that turned into that kind of growing yeah. uh, business and yeah look I, I think um, I think I would have loved to have been able to just yeah. quit my job yeah um you know, we were we were all in our early thirties when we started, or late twenties, early thirties, and so um, life's a bit different at yeah. that age than it was when we were in our early twenties. Yeah. Um, you know, if it would have been great if this had happened in our early twenties. Not that I think, um, you know, we were probably a bit. Gr- I was certainly a bit green back then, and and probably even a bit green now. But you know, it's it's something that we can work through, and we've got experience um, to help us. So it's that balancing act. You know, if you do it too early. Um, you you probably don't have the skills. If you do it too late, you've got too many other you know pressures yeah. from yeah. family and kids and mortgages and whatever it is. So um, it's, a, it's I think it's always a balancing act, yeah. and it's personal to to whoever it is. We've we've been able to manage it by having a team. So it's meant that you know certainly in the early days we could all keep full time jobs yeah. um, because you know if we could if we could all give 20 hours a week between five of us that yeah. was 100 hours yeah. and so suddenly it wasn't 100 hours that one person yeah. or two people needed to give it was it was it was you know takes a village as they say right sure. and uh, sure. and while that's obviously for child rearing i think I it think probably that, says yeah. says the same kind of thing for a business and and again i appreciate i'm not going to sit here and say if you're going to start a business you must find at least five other friends mm-hmm. you know that's that's you know that's not always possible either yeah. but it's certainly been a, a huge benefit to us Fantastic. So you're in Dan Murphy's because I know that you were sitting next to another fantastic brand that yep. I follow, Seedlip. Or several um, several now, so yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're sitting comfortably on the shelf. Where else, if, if a listener wanted to go and try it, which I highly recommend that you do, where which is the best website, online platform, bricks and mortar store to go to? Yeah, so look, I mean, I... I'd direct people to our website, mm-hmm. so brunswickaces.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a stockists page which um, segregates our venues into on-premise and off-premise, um, which I'm sure your viewers will, will know what that means. But, you know, are you going to drink it on site or are you going to buy the bottle and take it away? Um, uh, we're obviously trying to keep that up to date and, um, you know, battling with Google and whoever it is that's hosting it all the time. You know, that's, a, that's another thing you don't realise. You think a website just kind of does itself. But, you know, people just go, ah. Oh. I'll yeah, click on like when was the last time that you literally typed in www. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. there's all of those things, and and it's funny. People, we you know we have to really try and concentrate and focus on making it as easy as possible. No one's got any time anymore. Mm. Um, you know, we get we've got a live chat on our website, and people are constantly asking questions that um, you can tell it's just because they're trying to get in and out. They might have yeah, five yeah. minutes at work when they, you know, they 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 read an article in uh, Urban List on us, and then they saw us in a shop, and then. And they, and they went, yeah, you know what, I will, go- you know, we'll Google that, and they come straight on, and you can tell they've only got a couple of minutes, and they're just frantically so, trying to find yeah, something, yeah. and you know, half the time was just saying, oh, well, just go to the stockist page, or just go to this page, and you'll be able to read about it. 
they just don't have the time. So, you know, that's been a challenge for us getting to a point where we can give people information as quickly and efficiently as possible um, uh, to, to get what they want. Um, but yeah, the stock page is great and we, we're trying to update that as often as possible. So. That's great. And you're on Instagram, so I know I follow yep. you because I yeah, tagged you over Christmas. Indeed, um, yeah. How's that bottle going? It's going. So it's, I'd say probably got another two drinks left. Of okay, it, so right. Well. It's, but for everyone listening, it's, I went to a couple of functions over Christmas, as you do, and actually took the bottle with me. Fantastic, and yeah. And it was more to promote because the world that I work in, and yep. seeing trends and kind of being on the forefront of showing people new brands. And I just wanted to get people's kind of perception yep. of what it is. And everyone was like, oh, that's a nice bottle of gin. I was like, yeah, it's told the story, Brunswick Cases, met the guy, Street created this brand. And then I gave, gave them a drink without even telling, it, telling them that it had zero alcohol. And they tasted, oh, this is really nice. I went, yeah, you, you can still drive. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's still <laughs> yeah. alcohol. And then the questions from a couple of people was, what's the point in having a gin and tonic without the alcohol? Yeah. And, it's, and then you kind of, oh, I put my nutritionist hat on, you kind of go, well, you do know alcohol contains calories. You do know that there's certain demographics that actually can't have alcohol or should avoid alcohol. You know that. And then you get the idiots like, I'd rather just have water. And you yeah. kind of go, well, you just drank a gin and tonic. You've said you enjoyed it. Yeah. This is the alternative. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like enjoying your drinks, no worries. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you want tap, if you want lukewarm tap water, knock yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it was great to see it firsthand. Like you can always, I can always believe what you say. Yeah. But until you see it firsthand and put it on the table and people then discuss it, and you kind of go, "That's real consumer." Yeah. And it's not a not a focus group. It's literally people going, "Oh, is this what you see coming?" in the future so. yeah I mean that that story is just we see it day in day out um, for us it's telling the story is wonderful mm. and people kind of understand it but you know as they always say in this industry liquid on lips you know mm. that's that's the key and so for us we try and get out there as much as possible because when you tell the story and give them a sample and, mm. and let them taste it for themselves uh, you know you can almost see the lights coming on as, as people it's, drink yeah. it it's amazing and you know we're, we're doing that we've actually made ourselves like a mobile bar that's not just a you know a trestle table yeah. it's a it's a full big slab of timber that we wheel in and out and it's a you know arm height kind of yeah. thing and so people really feel like they're at a bar and we wheel that in and out of venues and so we're starting to do everything from you know um corporate gigs to, to to people's gin clubs kind of thing so you know we're and certainly people can get in touch with us if they're interested in in us coming along we right, yeah. you know we'll wheel that into to wherever people want we can set up you know in a matter of minutes and we're there and we can do a full tasting um again both alcoholic and non-alcoholic depending on on the group or whatever it is you know we've done mothers groups and you know pregnancy groups which obviously you know there's no alcohol in that particular instance but um then it's you know we're we're going into a a lawyer's that has a their own internal gin club at the end of the week and you know we're going to be setting them up and and taking them through it and showing them that perhaps when they when they want to give their clients a a gin and tonic Mm -hmm. to say thank you or to to make them feel welcome or special they don't have to worry about whether that person's drinking or not they can they can offer both and again for us um it's literally about choice. We don't want to ram the non-alcoholic down people's necks, um, just as we don't want to force people to feel like they have to drink alcohol yeah. when they're drinking something nice. It's, choice is huge for us, um, uh, making people feel comfortable and welcome. 
Absolutely amazing. Well, I just want to wish you all the luck in the world. I can't wait to uh, drink several more uh, of your bottles over the year. Because, yeah, as I say, my alcohol consumption this year is going to be coming down dramatically. Well, we look forward to seeing, hearing how that goes, and uh, perhaps we'll have, a, we'll have a Ben Wyatt-sponsored cocktail at some point. Look forward to it. Uh, <laughs> absolute pleasure. Thank you very much.